pals. Greetings, pals. Afternoon, all. How are we all? I'm pretty good, actually. Frank, how are you? Yeah, good. I wanted to say uh, to all of you, welcome to the podcast, Throw in the Pow, the podcast where we talk about movies uh, and what's the, the concept is that you love it and you hate it and then we debate it and we all have a great time discussing it. Someone may love it, someone may hate it. Many Mate, of us. Allegedly. There's an asterisk on the end there. Yeah, yeah. But yes. you know what? We do have a good time. Did someone say that? Are you just <laughs> that's, a, that's a Google review. Yeah, yeah, quote, yeah. quote. We do have a good time. Anonymous. Uh, <laughs> well, for, yeah, Tom, if you were listening, Frank did say we have a good time. Did he really? Doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we did. I did. I think I did. We'll you go did. back and check it later. Frank's yeah. criticism of me on this show is that sometimes I listen too much, <laughs> so I've started listening a little less you, just to accommodate. You're doing very well, and I'm proud of you. Oh, um, uh, I got It's a size 10. Today we're talking about Waterworld. 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 1995 film Waterworld, directed by Kevin Reynolds, or kind of directed by Kevin Costner. Yeah, if Kevin you, uh, on Kevin. The, Kevin, the Kevin. Kevin V. Kevin? It was Kevin a bit v? versus Kevin. Ooh. I think they had, at some point they had seven Kevins and it was going to be the seventh Kevin, but yep. then they decided that was going to be too many. So they just brought it back to two. In many of the scenes, that. Kevin Smith just standing in a trench coat in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we just, That's there was a sale on Kevins. Yeah. Yeah. They were too cheap back Isn't in the 90s. Isn't one of the guys from Entourage called Kevin? I'm trying to think of other famous Kevins now. McAllister? Kevin Rudd? Oh. oh, our prime minister. Um, Excuse me. Well, that's that for the international community. Oh, I was like, Paul Rudd? K Rudd, too. Yeah. Crud. Those that really know him. Crud. What a good guy. Yeah. Um, so we rate these films out of 11 on the pod. And why is that, Thomas? Uh, that's the number of times I don't know if you guys noticed during the film that Kevin Costner tried to either murder a child <laughs> or sell someone into sex slavery during this film. So 11, I counted 11 times. So 11, 11 charges of, of human trafficking. Yes. Wow. Well, oh. he tried to traffic the young girl into the water. I don't know. That would have been a very short <laughs> traffic stop, but that's what he was going for. He, he was not a good guy in this. It's He was really <laughs> was struggling and I was like, we've done movies about like murderers. We've done movies about like pretty like ambiguously and then just very forcefully unpleasant people. Yeah. I think he sucks more than anyone <laughs> in any movie we've done so far. He's a bad person. He's so mean. But also poor, poor old Kevin Costner was going through a divorce and that's why they were like, well, you know. Maybe well, that was, makes it okay. That, that, literally, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but guys, some sympathy. It's like, no, no, no. He was a tyrant on set apparently. Yeah. He was going so, through a divorce with the land in the movie as well. So it registers there as well. Like mm. the sea was his new lover. Yeah. That was that was a that was a, a, a tagline for the movie. <laughs> the sea is the now. That explains why it's so salty. Uh, I like it. There was a lot of controversy behind Wait, the scenes. Tears on this or something else. Sorry, seminal. No, it's right. That's right. Seminal. Marcus has tried to say this Sorry. like five times. Go on, Marcus. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Henry. <clears throat> Welcome. <laughs> uh, no, I was just trying to say before you all rudely interrupted that this is a controversial film. Correct. The film or the making of? No, I think the making of. I think the, the film itself is fine. I think controversial, more, like more infamous. Like infamous. I don't think it's a movie that people are well, like, well. It has that's... a stigma, right? Yes, but I don't think it's like people go, well, that's aged badly culturally or it's offensive or anything. It's just a movie that people are like, oh, Waterworld, that was a stinker. Yeah, right? what a story behind that. Yes. How did it even mm. get made? Uh, we should quickly just uh, go around and who likes the film, who hates the film. Hands up. For hating it, because I've got my hand up. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It. Nice. I hope the listener put their hand up. Um, I hate the film. I'm going to give it a um, 3.5. <laughs> wow. Nice. Mm. That's yeah. some new uh, chord signatures there, I believe. Chord signatures. Yeah, I believe that's known as downward dog. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep moving. Who wants to give me the score next? Uh, I'll go. I detested this film. Ooh. But I'll give it a four. Oh, it's not bad. Yep. All right. Uh, Thomas or Chris, hit us. I'll go. Um, and I am right. going to give this film a seven. You Whoa. fucking what? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third film you've ever liked. And this? it's Waterworld. Wow. Oh, I'm excited to hear it. No. Uh, oh, well, Thomas, Thomas, sorry, quickly. I think it's a seven as well. Oh. What? <laughs> what? I really didn't think it was going to be. Oh, my Lord. This has made me dizzy. <laughs> I can't, we should take a break. Get my I'm confused. I feel unwell. What's going on? All right. Well, just hit us. Why do you like it quickly? I think that Marcus pointed already to the uh, notoriety of the movie. Just very briefly, I watched this twice over the last week and the first time I watched it back at home with my mother... I fucking dare you. No comment. No comment. 
I've, been, I've received a letter and I shall not slander your family anymore. <laughs> I was watching it with my mother, but before we watched it, she went, put anything you want on, anything, watch anything. And I was like, well, I've got to watch Waterworld. And she's like, oh, I don't want to fucking watch Waterworld. And I'm like, have you seen it before? And she goes, no, but I don't need to watch it. And I was like, I kind of think you do, though, because it's reputation. If it's as bad as it re- its reputation suggests, yeah. don't you want to see that? And if it's not, isn't that kind of miraculous <laughs> or interesting? And what we found was it's pretty good. It's as bad as they... Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you beat me to it. For me personally, it's a pretty okay movie with some remarkable like action set pieces, some very, very some. A very good performance. Dennis Hopper is amazing in this movie. He won the Razzie. Oh. I, I think that's so stupid. He, no. He's incredible in this he's film. He's mincing. He's chewing. It's not. He knows exactly what movie he's, he's in. He's the one who does know he's like, oh, I lose an eye in the third scene. I suppose <laughs> I better become the craziest man very, alive. Very nonchalantly, I, my ad. I yeah. really wanted to try and memorise it and I blanked until now, but he has that line that's basically like where he goes to one of the hostages if you'll notice from the arterial nature of the blood spraying out of my head, we're all having a lousy day today. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a great fucking line. It's a farce. Yes. And he has so many moments where he's meant to just like yell no. And instead of doing it, he has like a, not a double take, like a quadruple take. Like he looks at Kevin Costner getting away and he goes like, what? 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 No! Like, he does it like five times. Anyway, I think it's, it's a pretty well-made movie. I think Kevin Costner's pretty awful in it and it's one of the reasons I don't like it more is he's pretty pretty terrible. He is a very unlikable protagonist. Yes, and I think that for the most part any emotional or character-based work in the film doesn't really uh, kind of hit pay dirt, but it's... Should know. we... Because apparently there was a three-hour cut, right? <laughs> and there's like the <laughs> Ulysses cut God. that's been released. Is this, am I talking about the right film? I hope so. I don't know this. Um, There was a three-hour version that Kevin Reynolds, the original director, wanted to release and then the studio and Kevin Costner were like, no, that's so shit, I'm going to cut it. And then Kevin Reynolds walked away from the film. Kevin Costner took over and cut like 45 minutes out. Oh, so he walked, of, he walked at that point. At he the did, editing stage. Oh, finished finished wow. filming. I think we got to really close I to the end of filming. I thought it was far earlier. I thought it was like a an on-set sort of tussle and... He went, you know what? You fucking directed I'm out. I think the whole shoot was contentious. And they were like, fighting the whole time. Kevin Costner yeah. and Kevin Reynolds. I don't know Kevin Reynolds very well. I know he made Robin Hood, yeah, Prince of Thieves. Thieves. And so that was in 91. So him and Cost had worked together before. And they were like good friends. Kevin Costner fought to get him on. years after this movie. Like, did, you say, did you say Costa? Cost. K-Cost. Kevin Costa. Kevin Costa. 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 Costa to his friends. <laughs> K-Cost. KC. Yeah. Um, but, I've, you know, we've all said a lot, but I've said why I like it. I'm interested what. Did you like about it, Chris? Yes, Chris. All the pieces of an amazing film are in here. Somewhere. Mm. Maybe. They, they, <laughs> it's like a jumbled puzzle. It, <laughs> no, it, 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 it's, it's so beautifully formulaic, the outsider and he's brought in and, yeah. and, and the rescuing and, and the realisation that he's you know, got to do the right thing and little, little scenes where he's teaching the girl to swim somehow in a, a Planet full of water. She she's the know. one person that can't swim. Well, but she's from she's from Dryland, right? She's from Dryland. So that's why she can't swim. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's right. But it it's it is amazing that everything is in here that you would want from an action film. Yet it's somehow slightly amiss somehow, it's, and that's so intriguing to me. Um, but to go back to a, a point Tom made, the choreography, the the, the physical, mm. tangible stunts that are done in this film. If this was made today, there would be one dude in a morph suit on a green screen and there would be no water the, anywhere. That's why, again, the film was so famous and over budget and bloated yeah. because they did it so much in camera, all these real effects, all these real stunts. And I think you're right. I think the action does land, except for... The bungee scene at the end. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to vouch for that. Uh, I don't know but- how they did that explosion with them there on the day. How were they all in camera at the same time? That's insane to me. Okay, Thomas. It's very bad green screen. <laughs> when it, but that was like it's 95, so the green screen when it happens is bad. But they try and use it as minimally as possible. And like the plane scene where it's going around the is it a trimaran the catamaran with the three yeah. trimaran mm-hmm. yeah. and the plane is caught on the mast and spins around and like that looks pretty legit mm. for ninety five. Like, Before oh. I forget the point too, I think Spielberg gave him direct advice to say please do not film on 
water. Yeah, he'd just he'd done jaws. Just don't and do he was it. Like, don't do it. Yeah. F- film in a lake. Don't do it. Film in a, <laughs> film in a pool. And if you go directly against what Steven Spielberg's telling you to do, but is that did Spielberg? <laughs> what, I, what's the if end I'm game? Uh, Mistake. He did film on water for jaws. Yes. So and it is kind of tough when the guy who makes the highest grossing film of all time for its time, the blockbuster goes, "Don't do what I did." It's yeah. Like, well, fucking gunner. It worked <laughs> yeah, for but you. This yeah, explains it's, obviously it's the budget why it blew out. Yes, right? I agree. He's clearly yeah. threatened by me. <laughs> I need to. Yeah. I need to, to sink this maybe project. I'll throw a shark in there, Spielberg. How do you like that? Yeah. Two sharks. <laughs> there are some fins in this movie at one point. I know. Well. I golfed. I was so scared. I, it, you you watted? What? I golfed. <laughs> golfed. I golfed. Golfed. Oh, you golfed. You went golfing. You went golfing you so to escape the fear. To, seriously, <laughs> something Kevin Costner did repeatedly while they were trying to make this movie. Golfing. And They'd also, be like, uh, okay, we need another take of that, Cos. And he's like, I'm at a par three and there's a bird. <laughs> you know, I don't know golf very well. but I, know I, was, wa- I think that was right. Water is rarely involved, I think. <laughs> so. That's correct. Um, he also apparently had an affair with a uh, Hawaiian local. Oh, so that's, no. you know. It's just a whole bunch of stuff oh going on. Oh my god! This the is a making of this film. film sounds horrifying. Like people are nearly dying on the water. Stunt men are getting injured. Kevin Costner kept stubbing his toe. <laughs> you Jeez, know, his really webbed, extreme his webbed stuff. Toe. His Humanity. webbed toe. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to swing in real hard here because I liked the analogy uh, that I think Chris brought up before about. No, no, no. Frank did. Ironically, the puzzle. Right. Jumbled puzzle. It is a jumbled puzzle. Yeah. And I don't disagree with what Chris said, but. To its detriment, I feel like the pieces were there, missing a lot of pieces. It's like finishing the puzzle and being like, okay, well, I'm missing 12 pieces. I kind of get what this was trying to be. Yeah, it's you can a, see, you it's can see a the picture of yeah. a puzzle missing pieces. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's a metaphor. Yeah, and it, the right. whole thing puzzled me as well. Oh, like there's, there's no so bad. many, so many plot holes. Like this was plot hole the movie is how it felt to me. Like. Also, if you're going to flesh out a world so beautifully, and again, this is what pissed me off about it. It's like mm. everything was there. It was trying so hard to be something and it just didn't hit the mark. And it's like explain something. Explain fucking anything to me. By the end of the film, I was like I didn't feel like anything was resolved. I didn't learn anything about the history, the origins, whatever, other than the fact that, oh, yeah, the city's below sea level, which, by the way, would never happen. If all the icebergs melted... I think it's been like there's absolutely it would only no go way to go that deep. Five meters or something. Yeah, five it's miles, not a lot. Whatever. Your investment in the oil <laughs> companies is noted, Marcus. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to blame you for global warming. No, but uh, the polar like the major that's, shareholder. That's like a <laughs> common common knowledge. And if the polar ice caps did melt, the world would go to shit, obviously. But it wouldn't yeah. be totally submerged in water. Are you saying yeah, this is not how it would play out? <laughs> I don't want any part of it. Then. No, no, no. <laughs> if I can't have a catamaran, I'm not saying. I'm saying I don't. I don't. I mind that. I buy into that. You know, I just if I'm gonna watch a movie, I'm gonna invest in the concept and and believe it. Yeah. For lack of a better word, sure. it's insane to me that they built all of these things, these home bases, these boats, everything that they had, when they haven't found dry land. Let's start there, and then. It just none of it made sense. Like, what's what's anyone's end game? What are you trying to do? You're gonna all um, kill each other, take re- like what? what yeah, what? keep fighting, and who ends up with yeah. the biggest boat? And there's yeah, one of you I left. Know. It's it's there's- confusing because there's no motivation. You'd think as humanity, you'd be like, let's find dry land or let's build uh, a big pontoon mm. and we'll build a little floating city. Like, when do they start to rebuild? So there's a there's a happy middle ground here, no pun intended, between. <laughs> 28 days where the army guys are looking to rebuild humanity three days after it's happened. Oh, 28 and days later. Wait, sorry, sorry, yes. yes, yes, yes oh, with Sandra Bullock? Yes. God, oh, she's so good. Uh, and this film where it's no one planned anything and then like, uh, okay, floating city. I guess yeah, the, it's, it's the idea of like it became so disparate. I like the, the concept that it's so hard to find other people out there and the atolls are the only sort of like communities they have. But every time you run into someone out there, they're like, no, I got your limes. And then you fuck <laughs> off with them. <laughs> By the way, that guy's like eating a lime. Like when yeah. he's, no, he's right. just like, it's like the Shelbyville people from The Simpsons when they get lemons. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> eating it whole. Crazy stuff. That's so funny. Pepper. <laughs> so they, they've got this like somewhat unlimited supply of oil. I mean, uh, Oil? The, sm- the smokers. Yeah, the smokers. Yeah. And, and they call um, D's? That's D's? What, yeah, D's. Yeah, D's. Nuts. Yep, go on. <laughs> nice. Good smoke for you yourself. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> high-fived myself on yeah. the table. <laughs> what a joke. So creative. Um, but they, they definitely have a lot, right? And and they've got access to planes and, like, they're airborne. So, like, 
You're they telling be, me they just haven't found land at this point. They could be searching. They could be really they, searching. And also, it's meant to be the year 2500, right? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, 500 years in the future. Yeah. You'd know where Mount Everest was and you'd be like, well, let's let's hit the highest points on planet Earth and see if they're still up. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's And also, crazy if the polar ice caps melted, it wouldn't have happened in three days. It would have happened gradually. You would have been like, oh, shit, my house is flooding. I'm going to move <laughs> up, la- up land, higher land. Yeah, and the maybe that's what everyone did and that's how this happened. Everyone was kind of just like, all right, like let's just scrap together and build what we're going to have for the apocalypse and this is what everyone ended up with. <laughs> maybe. Like maybe the kids are still going to school 200 years ago and they're like, okay, guys, home ec class today. How did you all go with your catamarans? And they're all like bringing fishing nets and stuff together and yep. it's like, you're not going to survive the apocalypse, are you, Bobby? And he does it. <laughs> but Kevin Costner there as the Mariners just like bringing his lime tree can, to school every can fucking Can we day. ask about Kevin Costner and why is he a mutant? He has gills, he has web feet. Never explained. Is he the only one? No. Yeah. Well, they say there are none of my kind and then the crazy what kind? Mr. Doodle guy's like, oh, fish rot. There must be some out there. There must be. But you guys remember? Don't, I don't remember don't all fish rot <laughs> as the as No, he goes, all fish rot, which is their word for bullshit, I assume, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. Because yeah, if someone said bullshit, they'd be like, what's bull? I've never seen yeah, a bull. So he's, he's one of possibly many mutants that we never see. We never understand why there's mutants now. Like, are they radioactive? How do they mutate into web feet? Like, what? Well, guys, the sequel will explain all this. Of course. Well, there I is. can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait for the sequel. What a way to go. Waterworld 2? Ah, oh, there's something there. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> keep, keep working on it. Your enthusiasm for that was wonderful. <laughs> oh, Waterway. Yeah, Waterway. Fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's good comedy. Oh, shit. Uh, so um, did we like Jean Triplehorn? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Why? I think she's very effective in the movie when she's given very little to do except constantly be like, hey, could you not be a bag of dicks to Kevin Costner? That's a good point. Like, it's a good line. Is, you know, all, all he does. There are so many moments in the movie where, <laughs> like, when she first, there's the whole exchange where he says he's going to throw the girl overboard who actually, can we take a brief moment and say, I cannot remember her name because she's got a bit of a strange name. It's Tina Maj- Majorina or yeah. Majorina. Girl from Napoleon Dynamite. She's from Napoleon Dynamite. I yeah. am genuinely, it's the second time I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, I'm it's, sorry. It's the side yeah. ponytail girl. It's not girl. Debbie. It's Deb. It's, it's Deb. No. <laughs> she might also kind of be the secret weapon. All right, of the hang movie. on. Hang on. You know what? 4.5. Oh, that did it. Oh, the world's biggest wet blanket. <laughs> no, that's Kevin Costner in this film. Well, it's still a bad Just song. on all of us. Sorry, do we- <laughs> it's okay. We'll cut it. We'll go back. Oh. <sighs> you didn't have to waterlog the guitar for the episode, man. Like, My God. Uh, but anyway, hey, great fact about Napoleon Dynamite. Great Fantastic. fact. She's kind of great in this. I like how at the end when Dennis Hopper is interrogating her and, like, even when Kevin Costner's doing the little revenge uh, sort of salvage mission <laughs> yeah. and he's going through and killing everyone and her whole monologue is like, you don't get it. That guy fucking sucks. He's the biggest fucking piece of shit in the world. He's a fucking asshole. Okay, let's. He'll come for me. (laughs) Cool. You want this guy to come for you? Aquaman will get me. Cool it with the f bomb. Someone at one point goes, "What's his name?" He doesn't have a name. That way, death can't get him. And one of the guys is like, loser. It's also it was weird to me that she starts um, antagonizing her captors and like defending the mariner because. They had that one scene where she teaches him to swim. But All the way he- around. <laughs> yes, no. He's like, he teaches- teach me how to read. <laughs> I've been out on the water so long. English is a dead language at this point. Um, th- why, does she- why is she so invested and believe that he's going to save her? Because he's been, like you said, a bag of dicks to her and Jean Triplehorn the entire time. Yes. She, and she's like, he he can kill a bear man, a bear a man a with his bear hands. Man. This is what I'm talking about. He can kill a bear man with only his hands. <laughs> but this is the thing. All the pieces are there. Yeah. They just don't it quite, doesn't quite matter. Jill. But is that and, why you've given this a seven? Yeah. Instead, so you mean instead for, of a nine? For, for promise. Or, uh, for, <laughs> it's, it's all there. I, this film, it's I, all I, coin, there. I love using this phrase, but it is Aldi Mad Max. What was yes? Yeah, of course. Like, it just didn't on. hit. Well, not based. The notes. We should talk about the cultural context of it a little, but I do like 
my, my favourite bit is imagining Chris as a studio exec in 95 and they've spent $180 million on this and they bring it in and he's like, you're halfway there. <laughs> Go back to the water, fix it up. Yeah. But we, we're talking about the, the mother. Yes. In uh, quotes, characters. Helen. Helen. Jean Triple. Um, yes. Helen the scene of Troy. where she strips herself, mm. offering herself in order to save the child. Mm. He gives her the cold shoulder and a literal shoulder as he walks past and said, you, you have nothing to offer me. She quickly snatches up her dress and the harpoon gun mm. and she is crouched there saying, you will take us to dry land. That, that works. That scene works because he then drops the sail on her and beats her with an oar. It is an amazing scene. He sure does do that. <laughs> it is, it is so he- brutally out of place and yeah. yet perfect for the character. Because he's a bag of dicks. He's a bag of dicks. No, yeah. Look, I what? his commitment to this role and his delivery of the role itself, great. Like, you got to give K. Cost some pretty good, uh, big credit here. Sorry, because he's done a great job with what it is. Mm. Again, it just the film just didn't reach the heights that it deserved to reach. I, if that was his decision to make the character like that, he's done a great job. Yeah. I think it's the wrong decision. Yeah, to I think be it was an very asshole. personal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I fucking hate this film and I yeah. hate my life. I hate people. So I'm imagine bad, yeah. people seeing this movie and someone leaning in and being like, a bit of trivia, Kevin Costner was an asshole during the filming of this. Like, you don't fucking say, really? Yeah. It's yeah. not there on the screen at all. <laughs> I'd love I could, to see, would never believe I'd that. love to see the script because I bet he's written as an actual hero and the nice guy and every every scene they're like, cut, hey, um, hey Kev. Kev. <laughs> The, can he, he be a bit nicer? Don't beat her with an oar this time. <laughs> it's no. meant to be like he okay. wraps her up in a sail and gives her a hug. Yeah. No, no, no. I've got a different. I've got a different direction for this scene. <laughs> Kevin, this scene, you explain why you think having a child in this world, out on the open water, is just going to be so hard and so arduous. It's going to be difficult. All right, action. We should drown that. Fucking <laughs> <head>. <laughs> okay, cut. <laughs> Insane. Insane. I agree with you, Chris, that I think that scene is fascinating. Mm. And I think she plays that incredibly well. And he's he's so checked out as an actor that it does play into the aloof assholishness of it. That he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm barely even here. And like, I, I guess I'm doing this on, you know, for a paycheck. And he had so much creative control over this project. And yet, as Frank says, kind of moving away from it, he was like, ah, the movie's kind of a piece of shit. Like, well, I, I think I'm, he he'd... he'd given up because he apparently invested $22 million of his own money. It was meant to be his saving grace because he'd done like Dances with Wolves, Robin Hood, all these films early 90s. Yeah. And then he did a few, 93, 94, that just went to shit basically. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no, I've got to do something to like bring my star back up. And that's why he went so hard on this film. And are we are we all K Cost fans? Because I've like I've always liked him. I've never loved him. I don't really like Kevin Costner. I've never See, rated I would, him that highly. If you watch Robin Hood, how is his character any different? Like he plays <laughs> that. No, he plays true. that. And so going into this, it's like we shouldn't be expecting anything different. <laughs> than yeah, he's never been like that. This charming leading. He's always a bit like dry. One note. Mm. I always say one note. Yeah, he's a not likable Keanu Reeves. Is the way I kind of see him it, from this era. He is that sort, right? He sort of is a guy who takes these everyman roles and in these weird sometimes sci-fi films, like because before The Matrix there was like Johnny Mnemonic, but then there was also like Point Break and all that sort of stuff for him mm. and mm. Speed mm. for Keanu. Yeah. But for Cost, there's like The Untouchables. Yep. There's 3,000 uh, Miles to Graceland. Not a movie I've seen, but sure. Great. Is that the um, Elvis one? Actually, great, yeah. Sure. yeah. He, Field of Dreams. What's the one he does? <laughs> Dances with Wolves, which is he directed, and that's when he won the Oscar. What's the one he does that's uh, all about baseball? Um, Field of Field Dreams. No, 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 no. There's another one with him and Chasing oh, no, 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 Tim no. Robbins. Field of Dreams. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bull Durham, that's what it's called. Go on. Oh, yeah, actually, oh, yeah, there was okay. another one. There was another there was, one. It was, it was and another. It's, it's Susan Sarandon and all that. Yep. But, like, he's never particularly engaging to me. I think he was always apparently just a very attractive man. And people found oh, him even that mid-range. Like, he, not. Let's talk about whoever's decision it was to tell him, man. No one will be able to tell you're balding if you tie it back in a small man no, no, and no. get it wet Again, the whole time. More <laughs> trivia. It looks great. It looks great. More trivia. Apparently, he was like, "Hey, special effects guys. I know computer graphics have only just started, but fill in the hairline, would you?" And they're like, "Oh, sure." And they're like writing a texter over a screen, like, "Do do do do." Just like he looks awful he when do, he gets he looks wet in this terrible. movie. He has a couple of lines that are funny because of how checked out he is when he's in the cage 
which is a great action set piece being that we should talk a little now, bit more about. question before you um, Go on. keep going further on that. Is he being dipped into sewerage there? It's stuff, it's like why dead he- body breakdown. It's where they bury that old lady at the start. You can get some oh, dead body so breakdown at Audi any day now. You it's know? yellow. It's two bucks a kilo. It's yellow muck. Like it's the stuff they slime people with at the uh, Nickelode- Nickelodeon Awards, it's right? Victoria <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it's meant to be like this weird acid, goopy funeral sitting in spot. I don't know. Water. Again, I don't I can know. Tell you read the law. <laughs> Every time you've tried to explain it, it's gotten worse. Because nothing makes any sense. Uh, what is it? Some kind of sea goop. No, please, no, Tom. Tom, tell, tell, please me tell us. Explain what it. More. Is. What is it? It's a fucking idea. Exactly. I'm not trying to explain it. <laughs> but whatever it is, I, I was to, pretty close. It's I was meant pretty to close. turn them into some sort of fertilizer, right? Because they say yeah. like that's then, what you'll do. You'll break me down. Question. What are you? What are they? What are they making fertilizer for? Lime. <laughs> yes, and more limes. More limes. Obviously, limes are the most valuable currency. Because in this world. all that's yeah. what left is tequila. Contro. Did anyone else? <laughs> it's mugs all round. Did, did anyone else play uh, Jack Sparrow's? I got a jar of dirt. Literally, my, jar, like my first written yeah. note in this. I've got a jar of dirt. And guess what's inside it? <laughs> also, so, they're killing the. They're not killing her, but when he arrives, they're doing funeral rites for that woman, mm. and they're like. From blood to brine and veins to vine and to the goop thou must be schmooped. And then when they kill him, <laughs> then when they kill him, it's a completely different rhyme. They're yeah. like, but now this muto must go caputo <laughs> into the boom boom. Like it's And halfway through they say a word and then they cut away from what he's saying. Because it's like, how are you gonna fucking rhyme with that? And they just move away from what is going on. But I just love that it's a The guy's... man was orange. <laughs> <laughs> cut! cut. Fuck. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Yes. Um, that sequence, which I assume is one of the ones Chris is talking about. One of many. Which, oh, my God, which, how good is that action sequence? Okay, when which, they storm, which sequence? When Give they storm some... the atoll right there as they're go. trying to drown him in the cage. Yes. Everything about that is phenomenal. I was really taken by how well done that was. The jet ski jumps. The skiers jumping. The, the Battle of Helm's Deep was based on this. <laughs> on this. percent. i yeah, got to get over the wall. I understand the reference because of the whole blowing up of the wall, etc. It checks out. It doesn't mean it was good. Toss me. <laughs> Toss me. It's weird when the little girl turns to him and says that in the same voice. And, hey, question two. At what point in the post-apocalyptic world do you become the insane, like um, the psycho? Do you know what I mean? Like the Mad Max, the psycho. Dennis Hopper, but not Dennis Hopper. You're talking about Tig from Sons of Anarchy. Now who's out, the see, Irish guy who's he, out of the water. Uh, Kim Coates. Yes, Kim you're right. Coates is my. F- that was my favorite part of the movie because mm. that was the only thing to me that made sense. I was like, this guy on this boat who's just a little bit insane, but not like covered in war paint and holding a Gatling gun. <laughs> He made sense because he was like drinking his own piss and just wanted to fuck something. Like in the like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know. We've talked about this before. Like base needs in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world, right? Like, yeah. I feel like we talk about it too much. I think There's so. We were talking about, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to have a nice dinner. It's Marcus's favorite segue. <laughs> no, it really is. But it was like you know, it's another reference. Really reminds me of the post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> Jesus, orange. Um, that was a good scene. I really enjoyed that. I thought so too. I really did. And I Jack Black as the job. pilot. Yes, great. Great. Oh, please tell me you knew that was Jack Black. The pilot who the flies pilot the plane that gets caught around caught on the mast. Didn't know that was Jack Black. Oh, you didn't? 7.3. Oh, <laughs> I'm not in the right thing. <laughs> That's brilliant. I didn't notice that at yeah. all. It's That's great. Very Jack Probably Black. I'm surprised. Go, hey, man, can you get the cable off there? Like, what no, no, he goes, no. Try not to hit the girl. Yeah. Also, he says, try not to hit the girl, and they're shooting a, a rotating machine gun from a plane yeah. at a moving boat, and the bullets are just going everywhere. How is he trying He's to like, miss the girl? Try harder. <laughs> You're a bad shot. You know, when we get back from there, here's what I'm no, going to do. No, okay, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Some sort of WWE wrestler. <laughs> not sure. That was the Tropic Thunder accent. <laughs> it was a, an attempt at it, for uh. sure. Um, should we talk about budget and stuff? Yeah. Oh, please. When did it come out, Tom? It was a 95. Five movies. Yeah, it? no, but I want more specifics. Oh, I really want to know. Genuinely, I don't know the month for this one. September 14th. Okay. Ooh. Which is interesting because it's coming at the end of summer. And so the budget, of course, was 175 million. 175 million. But like actually, 200 and... it was actually more like 235, they say. Well, when we talk about wow. budgets, which is something we've never gotten into on the show, it's like 
people go, oh, that was the budget of the movie. So if the movie makes that back, hey, you break even. And no. it's like, this is the budget for production. And mm-hmm. it's probably wrong <laughs> because studios lie about it. They lie about it. And then normally it'll be double that or the same again for marketing. Marketing, promotional, and distribution. And then also- You could just say marketing. Theatres take their cut. So when you send a movie out to a theatre, you don't just go, do you want to show this for three, please? I'd really like if you could do this for free. They, they take like, yeah, that's- I'm Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney <laughs> runs Village Cinema. That's my impression of every studio head trying to get their movie made. Um, I made this really good movie on the water to make a big splash. Put that on the poster. Wow, the Mighty Boucher here. Um, so yeah, so it may like 264, apparently. Which is, yeah. but a Which lot. is from then to now. Yes, which a lot From of it now. it managed to it's re- just made. It's only just made its money back. It managed say. to recoup a lot of that wow. through cable. It managed to recoup a lot of it from DVD sales and stuff like that. But it is still. I think the strangest thing is that as much as it's a flop, it was because of the way the media painted it at the time. Frank, you started doing sort of like the context on Costner. He'd done Dances with Wolves. He'd won Best uh, Picture. He oh, he'd did, done yeah. Dance he, the Shit Out of It. He'd done Dance oh, the Shit wow. Out of Those Wolves. He'd done Dancing. <laughs> he danced. Uh, did he win Best Director for that? I can't remember. But yeah, he, he certainly, did. So he won Director and Picture, and then it's like, well, Costner can do what he wants now, right? And so- And he did, we, and he went downhill from there. Continuously. It re- he has not really made as a lead role a big movie a successful movie since in that same frame. Like he's been in movies that have not flopped, but he has not done Dances with Wolves, Untouchables. No, that was his peak for sure. That was it. And then he sort of comes back as Clark Kent's father and you go, yeah, he's kind of nice. And like a character actor in Upside of Anger, which is a movie I actually quite like. Is he not Yellowstone? That's uh, that's I really appreciate you bringing that up because that's kind of the latter day like, well, now he's the elder statesman guy. Yeah, I've not watched it. it but. but that's it. He's like, you know, it, I know you guys don't watch Succession, but in Succession they've got like Brian Cox and he's like the patriarch of the family and it sounds like this is the denim clad sort it's the, of. It's the Midwest version. Midwest Absolutely. version of Succession and he's that character and he's a very sort Which of, makes sense for like someone like Kevin Costner to then move to TV for yeah. a role like that. You go, yeah, that makes sense. Yellowstone's got a big following. It's from huge. What I'm saying. He yeah. wants out. Which is pretty funny. Really? There's all this stuff. You've out got there a good thing going, like, man. No, no, no. <laughs> Waterworld 2. Waterworld 2. <laughs> I re- do you reckon he'll jump in? I reckon he'll d- dip his toes in, I think. Yeah. He'll dive right in. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> it's worth noting that this was the high, the most expensive movie ever made until Titanic came out. So it's like, it's that's madness. again, that's why there's madness. so much media pressure and scrutiny about the film. So, Tom, I've got a really niche reference that I think uh, only you will get, and then I'll try to explain it to you. I was about boys, to say, but I can listen. No, no, it's cool. I'm so, listening. this is Waterworld. The only thing that I could draw from in comparison, uh, other than Mad Max, obviously, was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn being a video game. And, You're right. Uh, I, don't, I don't get no. that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight away. It's a pretty but, niche um, one. You wouldn't have heard of it. Go on. Horizon Mario? explains very well. Yeah, Mario, that's it. Mario 1 to 8 <laughs> is all Frank knows. Um, <laughs> but Horizon right. really explains like how the world went to shit, what they did to try and fix it, and then that was it. And so this is like post um, uh, new world sort of um, culture that are trying to learn about the old world and the old ways and Horizon did it really, really well, whereas Waterworld just didn't go to the extent of trying to explain a single thing. And I know I'm going to go back over the same point here, but what I'm trying to understand is we've just spent the good part of, I'm say, half an hour of saying what was wrong with Waterworld, yet you two have given it a very clear seven and I still don't feel convinced that you know why you're giving it a seven. Well, Chris Chris does because he likes the jumbled mess. You strangely. like and the potential. The, yeah. It, it, so it, the but that doesn't make sense to me. It should work. That doesn't make sense. You can't go, it yeah. should work. I, I know. And that's the madness of it. Yeah. The, the film. The madness max of it. All the pieces are there and somehow it doesn't work. And yet and then you, that, I'm still okay. You find it charming? You like, it's, oh. it's so odd. That's it is so, so odd. Chris, I've got a question for you. Please. Every time Kay Cost wants to eat, does he have to get swallowed by a megalodon? Like every single time? Is that the only way that he can fish? Could be like a party trick. Like yeah. check this shit out. For context. Sorry, you- that'd be Kevin Costner would be check this shit out. It'd be very It's a weird flex. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, for context, Kacos uh, throws himself in the water. He's like, oh, "I'm going to get these guys some food." So he uses himself as bait oh, for a gigantic I'm- mutated shark. He does the classic Jonah and the whale. Yeah, and I love that's my favorite. Kills Bible the shark story. from the inside, which we never see, but we just assume that Kacos <laughs> is a badass. 
How good does that well, fish on the fire look? It though? looks pretty oh, good. Just a big hunk of meat. I thought that was its flame. tongue when it first started. <laughs> Seriously, when he slaps it down on the fire, I was like, "Okay, so tongue." He took it. He just, <laughs> he just took its tongue and threw the rest of it back. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna see its fish buddies be like, "How's your David, man? Oh, it's what good there." You know, that's how fish sound with that. I was gonna say that's Funny Nemo when she's talking whale. <laughs> so it's all coming together, full circle. Um, why why is the production design so insane? Why do they dress like that? The sets were pretty cool. Cool, but the costumes were dumb. Why are they just Agreed. wearing wetsuits? Wetsuits would have existed when the world went under, <laughs> and now they're in, like, stripy leather with rivets all through it? Here's the other thing. Let's take another step back. Sorry, yes. Ice, icebergs are melting, right? Ice caps are melting. Everyone, get your wetsuit. Probably wet not all at once. Like, probably very gradually, right? So, like, they're, like, day two. Well, according to... All right, guys, let's... Get prepared. It's ankle deep. Where are we going from here? Day three. It's an, it's gone up another millimeter. But you would imagine. What I'm, are we doing, guys? I know we've got to put our like thinking caps away for this one. <laughs> you can't. Though. I know. I know. And I never do. But I just was like, they just should be wearing wetsuits. Why aren't they wearing wetsuits? Because experts in let's say 2023 would have been like, the ice caps are melting. Get ready. In a hundred years, our kids are gonna live on pontoons. Um. So buy some wetsuits. You've answered your own question. They live on pontoons. They don't live in the water. But they have to get in the water. I just think they had probably a bit more prep time than what it looks like they've had. I think especially living in 2023, you guys are overestimating people's capacity to prepare for inevitabilities when they'd rather just stick their head in the sand. We just spoke about this 28 days later. But it is. Everyone has the 12 shelters. 28 days later is more of a look how quickly the world goes to shit and the sort of like society and community that we've built up purely as an abstract concept that we agree well things should function and we shouldn't try kill each other falls apart the second that we're introduced to some sort of aberrant force whereas Waterworld is going like well if the world starts to head down like a global warming uh sort of direction and everything does start to go to shit we'll all care right guys 2023 does everyone care now like uh, no the world is starting to go to shit and people are going like i think it'll be fine if you think when water is lapping at their doors people won't just be like i'm sure this will go away I'm sure this will be. I'm sure tomorrow the water that's, will dry that's up. That's a really horrible yet probably accurate point. It's weird, but I think these are the people I who survived, right. and the Fox News listeners are the ones who are still down there in that little sunken city that are like, it's a bit damp today, isn't it? Like, you know, they're just kind of dealing with it <laughs> and, and getting by. It's a beetle. It's always beetles. I do. I hate that you're right on that point, yeah. but it's insane. It's to insane, me. but I think it's just, yeah, I think, I think people are just not ready. For it. There's also the notion that like these are all you've got the Portu Greeks, which is very funny to me. That like <laughs> that's just when they have hilarious. A, when they ha- well, then they have a scene where he has to not be speaking English, and they're like, "Oh, what could he be speaking? Portuguese, Greek?" And Costa's like, "Portu Greek," and walks off. <laughs> and they're like, "Yes, it's going to be Portu Greek." Because he's just started learning both, and he's not really sure. He'll just put them together. Hey guys, because it's water, I thought we could call it ink squish instead of. English. It's like, yeah, Cos, we'll put that in the fucking script, buddy. Don't worry about it. But then it. He, he taps his executive producer badge and like, ah, oh, shit. We, <laughs> we have to now. We're calling it Squish, guys. <laughs> the title of the movie. Um, um, but maybe there's a part of the world that is. I mean, we've seen that they make it to dry land. So who knows where that is, you know? Mount Everest. Right. But I mean- because they were meant to have a scene. I'm just saying this is what happened. They were meant to have a scene where they find the plaque with Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay. And they're like, oh, it's the first summit of Everest. And here we are on Everest. And it looks like a tropical island. Like, let's not talk because maybe the planet changes. But that's, it's meant to be Everest. Okay. <laughs> it's. Or should we do oh this my one? God. Oh, that's horrendous. <laughs> Good. I'm really upset with that sound. Every time we do a zinger. Workshop that all week. I've been trying to find a place to put it in. I liked it. That's what. Anyway, so this won an Oscar for best sound, it which did. is a nice little segue did there. It? Yeah, which is horrendous because there's one scene where Kevin Costner's swimming underwater, finds a newspaper, grabs it, and it goes crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. No. Crinkle, like dry paper. What, oh. would, a, what would a newspaper do? It would go crinkle. It would adapt to its environment. It would go. <laughs> Don't. Stop. You're defending the most nonsensical uh, bits no, of this movie. No, it mutated. The production, design, the production design looks bad. The newspaper's <laughs> crinkling. It's a bad also, movie. I'll, I'll, all of their hair the is super jump. washed. Super washed. Well, the the worst part of the film for me is actually the music. Like James this, Newton this, Howard. This has like a 
the the hero's theme oh, yeah. is like orchestral. I'm like, no. you've got all this tin, tangible, dirty stuff, and then you've got this nice, you know, playful it, symphony. It's, it's like, so, no, no, this should have like weird instruments. It should instrument. be the soundtrack. It should be that's what it should be. Anything or, weird, yeah, it's a, Middle, Middle Eastern but apparently, horns and stuff. Again, another Kevin Costner bit ruining the film. There was a score made and he said it was too, and I might be misquoting, too oriental. And then. <laughs> oh. <know. laughs> and I would then, love to hear it. <laughs> I was not ready. I was sorry. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm ready for most things. Right? Too, I might say too rock and roll. No, no, no. That's. I'll um, look it up later. And but. that was Tool, right? Yeah, that was Tool's yeah. first album. Came <laughs> yeah. out after the movie. It's a concept. And um, then they went with James Newton Howard and he made it like this like swashbuckling But he only had adventure. three weeks oh because they dropped the original score and they're like, we need a score. I don't Get know if done. you're lying. Are you lying? Sorry, I'm 100% he had three it's weeks It's almost like it. he had it for something and yes. just went, this? this? And they went, sure. sure. This, this is, is out in cinemas in a fortnight. I made this yeah. Disney movie me. about a princess <laughs> and they're like, that'll fit with us. <laughs> Amazing. In, it's done. Like it's <sighs> Man. Frank. So can we talk about this film being nominated for four Razzies? Because I think that fits. That checks out. That too. makes more sense than the Oscar. What were the nominations? Uh, worst picture, worst actor, uh-huh. uh, worst director, and Dennis Hopper won for bet worst supporting actor. <laughs> I think that's the most outrageous thing I've ever heard because he is the best thing about the movie. Well, you you think so because you think he's in the he's playing. The way it should be, exactly. and everyone else has got it wrong. Imagine but, if a guy in an eye patch. But they thought this was a serious <laughs> movie. They released it and they're like, "This is amazing. This is going to win Oscars," and it almost did for sound. But I think but, you can have a serious sci-fi movie and have insane characters and have insane behavior in it that sort of supports it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and it like acts as a, a beautiful counterpoint to Kevin. We you have yeah, madness trying, versus mundane. Absolutely, <sighs> and the scenes between them together. And it's make just, no sense. It's 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 not satisfying, but it is funny. The scene with him and the little girl is quite funny because it was like Dennis Hopper was given full reign to tease a little girl, and he did it. It's, it's like, well, no one's gonna come get you because you smell and no one likes you. Oh my and God. she's like, God, why are you? I, so I little tidbit about that. Strangely, he was improvising. Yeah, hundred percent. No, Kevin Costner wrote that scene. Anyway. Every yeah. point that Tom's bringing forward just further proves our case. And I he just keeps going, don't like yeah, but you need to be. Yeah. That's all you've done <laughs> My for an hour. Is getting My voice hurts. There's, that. there's <laughs> so many moving parts with just no idea. I think that every scene had a pretty solid basis for what it wanted to be. I think that the problem, as like I said at the start, and I think Chris has sort of like come in with as well, is that you just find yourself getting bored by the elements of it that are meant to be more sort of grounded in what these people are experiencing. And Kevin Costner being such an empty vessel in the middle of it, Mm. I could never give this movie a particularly positive score. But the world being as fully realised as it was, and of all the Razzies, worst director makes no sense for me. I think Kevin Reynolds directed the shit out of this movie. I think it looks really good. And I think he takes something that (laughs) could have been incredibly mundane and challenging. Release the Reynolds cut, I think. Release the Reynolds cut. Well, yeah, the three-hour version. (laughs) And then it has, to your point, Marcus, the Reynolds cut apparently has a lot more world-building and information. It needs it. It's so crucial for this because it can work. I agree with Chris in the fact that it can and should work. It didn't. There's three out there. There's the Reynolds cut. Um, there's Costner's, which I think is shorter. There's the Reynolds pamphlet there's as well. There's the Reynolds pamphlet and there's the butthole cut. So I think we should release the butthole <laughs> cut of Waterwood. I want to see that. It's a cat's reference. Oh, I think you do see God. a butthole in this movie. Yeah. When Popper she lifts his eye patch oh, and it's a butthole. That's, that's <laughs> like, we can't quite get the texture of this right. Someone's looking at their cat's butthole one day. They're like, oh, oh here we go. When he's putting the eye in. And they're all like, oh, it looks good, boss. It looks good. And the kid's like, it looks like shit. Yeah. That's why I like kids. No guile. It does look like shit. And, and then they drove a car on the boat. 
Yeah. Then they just built a car and drove that around, like a little Formula One little track on the inside of this tanker. See, like, now I feel like we're in I, different worlds because everything you're saying, it's like, yeah, that's the greatest thing do you know in when, the world. But you know it's when, water world. Get in the water. And also, again, I've got another tidbit. <laughs> no Sorry. Go. Joss Whedon came in at oh, the end. God, it gets better. To do some rewrites. Apparently the script was a mess, a nightmare. <laughs> of course, they get the best writer of all time. Joss Whedon, he comes in. Sure. And he was like, guys, why don't we go in the water? He's got gills. Let's play around with that. And they were like, no, 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 no. Let's drive a car on a boat. <laughs> and he was like, well, I tried. Try to get some more water. And I'm out. I'm going to go then, ruin some Marvel his, things. No, his line was, he goes, I got a few puns in there and that was about it. And I was yeah. like, of course you got some puns you in did, there. Because it didn't fucking help anything. Hey, I don't mind Buffy. Yeah. It, the, is the Waterworld water show at Movie World still going to this day? That's a great if question. It is, it's, it, if it isn't, it only finished recently. It's like it went for age. It was one of the most successful. Like, I'm sure we've all seen it. Like I know I have. Is that I where Kate Cost is working in his days off? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> He's directing it. In between yellows. More though. fire. <laughs> so I, did, I think I said Movie World. I think it's a Waterworld. Waterworld. Yeah, no, that, would, that would make uh, sense, I think. I couldn't tell you. I've not seen it. But it's, it's, it's one of those. Waterworld passed. They thought it was too wet. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, a bit much. The name but doesn't I mean, really make sense. But the... the you know the stunts again. Yeah, were, absolutely. Light a man on fire, and then he jumps thirty meters into the water. And he he lives. It. Okay, great. Well, the fire's know, out. You know that scene where Kos drops uh, a I lit love, match. I love Kos, by the way. I'm yeah, glad, we keep I'm glad it. we're there. I'm glad yeah. we're there. Kos drops a lit match into the. Um, Let's say the funnel of the tanker oh, from the top as a threat. He's into like, the, I'm going to do it. Into the oil room. Into the oil room. He's like, I'm going to do it. And they're like, You wouldn't. And he's like, mm, I'm Kate Cost. I'll do what I want. And he drops this thing. And I felt like, as a as an audience member, I felt like the guy sitting in the oil. He looks up <laughs> oh, and goes, thank Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. He's yeah. great. Even all the side characters, <laughs> of which it's like, looks like a lot of character actors I feel like I should know, but I don't. But the I guy feel like we would like, if we were. Ten years older. Sure, but the guy who's the peacekeeper, the kind of long-haired guy who's got a bit of a fancy accent, who's like... Oh, the old British guy. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. you could buy me two instead of just one. You've <laughs> got a lot of chits. Who's got the know? Fabio washed hair. Yes. That bothered but me. The flattest face of all time. He wasn't even <laughs> smacked with a pan. The cowardly uh, old man who I would play in a heartbeat, who he's like... I'll get you out of this cage. What are you doing up there at that cage? I'm not a brave man. I can't get you out of this cage. I'm sorry. I immediately changed my mind. But he is a smart man because he invented the first helicopter he in the new world. It's the flying thing and he's Fly. going up. And as he's flying away, he's just like, it was an accident. I'm sorry. It just leaves them. flies off and then shows up later because their boat's been exploded. And he goes, it was a good idea setting fire to your boat. That's how I saw the smoke. So this guy's just hit after hit. He's got like great lines. He's a lot of fun. I think that's all he had actually. That's but that, that was fun to watch you do that. Thank you. He was, was a lot a good of fun bit. for me. Yeah. That was a nice bit. Great I enjoyed bit. it. Even the ending sucked. It just was rushed. It's like we hit the island. Oh, she lives here. Oh, her parents are skeletons. Oh, all right. Catch you later. It's been great. And credits. Also, sorry about that end scene. They walk into that <laughs> hut. There's two skeletons there that look like the cheapest props of all time. Yeah. They're made of marshmallow. That, I'm pretty sure it was the same skeleton that pops out of the wall in Indiana Jones and Raiders. In the adventure ride at in- Movie World. <laughs> <laughs> the copy of. But then, but then one of the old guys, I forget who it is, says about the old people, like, we should bury them. It was their tradition. And he's like... How do you know that? You know, You've been there sh- forever. You know, I just want to write another rhyme. To the earth you go. <laughs> and so low. It's like, dude, we don't need your fucking rhymes every it. time someone dies. To the earth you go and so low. And so low. Beneath the dirt. Oh, it's a water world. Well, you'll get a squirt. I fucking oh, don't know. There's wow. Something you're going to say squirt. I said squirt. Um, who do we think is the MVP? M- 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 Waiting to drop that. I kind of love that one. Frank, put your pants back on. We all thought it was good. (laughs) For that, I'm saying Frank is the MVP. That was amazing. Fuck, that was good. Uh, I stand by Kim Coates. I think he was enjoyable. And Jack Black is the pilot, uh, honourable mention. Yeah, I was going to say Jack Black. I'm going to go with Kevin Costner because I don't know what else you would do with that role. You can't be flamboyant I've got a few ideas. I've got a few ideas. (laughs) Likeable. Not beat women. (laughs) Energetic. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's a, he's a loner. He's he's yeah, he's, he's not a good guy. Okay. He's, yeah. He's Look, amazing. I, I respect if your he's decision. So fucking miserable. Why is he trying to survive? Like, what's his end game again? Like, he just loves what's being any, but miserable. What's anyone's and end game? Get no. busy living. Get busy dying. Yeah. yeah, not yeah. Get busy doing anything else. He likes to fish. He likes to fish. I'm really glad <laughs> that he likes to fish. I was talking with some people the other day about what, why would you want to keep living during the zombie apocalypse? What would keep you going? Real talk. I just real want to talk. Ca- I want to catch up on movies. Like if the zombie oh apocalypse, my God, if the zombie apocalypse happened and everyone was dead yeah. and I had some sort of refuge, as long as I had access to Wi-Fi, don't ask me how. I don't know, I'd rig a potato up to a satellite or something. But if I had Wi-Fi. Science. It's science. That's what the guy did. <laughs> the, the Swedish guy. Like, I got a potato on a satellite. Stop doing that impression. <laughs> it's your worst one yet. I mean, we can get cable on here. <laughs> you're, 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 watch you're, the Sopranos. You've missed the obvious word. It's a potato. It's a potato. It's a potato. <laughs> What do you want for the women? I've got a potato on satellite. I don't know what to do with them yet, but someone will work it out. All right, sorry, 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 God. sorry, sorry. Um, if I had, yeah, access to movies, we need your MVP. You're you're way off track. You've circled into a different question. Maybe time. the character who I know is called Chuck or Charles, but I choose to call Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> and that's the character who. When he's firing his machine gun in the first oh, little onslaught, no. and Kevin Costner harpoons and starts <laughs> pulling him, so he's shooting the others, and yeah. everyone's like, "Why is he firing? Tell him to stop, Chuck! Chuck! Maybe he doesn't answer to Chuck. Charles! <laughs> Charles!" And it keeps cutting to this shot of this little piggly wiggly fuckhead just going like, "It's actually one of the best moments in the movie." It's. He's very funny. Maybe he doesn't God. answer the show. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't answer the show. That's got to be Joss Whedon. Right? That might that's, be it. Yeah. Where he's firing be. and he's thinking, I'm not stopping until they call me my real name. <laughs> I deserve some respect. So much here. disrespect in this place. Like children doing semaphore with flags. <laughs> God, it's batshit. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, so your MVP is, I mean, of course, it's, it's Dennis Hopper. It's Dennis Hopper, we but also that. Piggly Wiggly. Yes. <laughs> Honorable mention. Great. To All right. Uh, is anyone throwing in the power then? Or oh, we... God, no, I'm dropping back down to a three. Jesus. I've just convinced myself wow. how much I hated this. That's bad. Yeah. I uh, know I'm uh, I'm solid on the seven. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, okay. yeah, like 7.2, I think, honestly, because talking oh. about it more made me realise how much I did enjoy it despite knowing a lot about it that would make you think you this wouldn't. Yeah. Reminds me of cats all over again. Well, it's yeah, just like you, you can't. Really I've got someone on my side here. No, so I know, but it's like to me, it's like you boys just Woo! enjoyed it because you can. And again, I'll say there's nothing nothing wrong. We can't always do that. It's always nice to enjoy. I fell asleep three times watching this film, so twice for me. I fell asleep the first time watching it as well. I still enjoyed it. (laughs) Well, I like enjoying films, and I'm happy you did. Did we talk about um, the theme song for this movie that never got made? We can sing it now. We've got time. Yeah, over this. What a world, what a world. Bubbles in the water. Throw in the pal. <laughs> that, oh, throw in the pal is eight pound production. Okay, that came in far too quick. Sorry, I was just staring at Tom from his beautiful song. Thank you very much. That's great. Uh, that was Waterworld. Thanks for listening. And um, oh, God, does anyone have we anything love to say? Cost. Chaos all the way. Chaos, let us drown me. I love you guys. Throw in the pal. Liz is just.